right, welcome to the Smiles Ahead podcast powered by BWC, Borough Welshall Culp Orthodontics. Today we have our community style where we bring somebody in from the community. Uh, Charlottean, born and raised. Um, really excited to have you on. Uh, David, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. Yeah, man. So uh, I would tell you what David does, but it's a little hard to put into one basket. I think uh, <laughs> professional tennis player, real estate agent, entrepreneur, inventor, musician, <laughs> dad. What, what am I forgetting? <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe start his own podcast here soon, just talking about how he just needs to add something else to it. But, you never know. You never know. But, yeah, man. So tell me a little bit about um, – so you grew up grew up in Charlotte, and, you know, we have a, a long history. I've known David forever. He actually yeah. was uh, – um, he was the, the big go-to tennis player guy in our, uh, in our tennis club and ended up playing at Carolina. Yep. And went some pro, and uh, kind of what, what's your story beyond that? Yeah, you know, so I, uh, first of all, once again, thanks again for having me. This is really professional and cool. I like yeah, this. Um, I definitely, I think I want to do it now. Yeah, yeah there you go, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so uh, after, the, after the tennis world, if you want to call it, yeah. um, you know, I, I did play a little, little bit of pro tournaments and stuff mm. like that, but I, I didn't, I didn't obviously make it uh, big time, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, but it had some fun and, and it had some really nice experiences. I, um, I, I taught tennis for a little bit, mm-hmm. obviously. After that, I, um, I got into kind of like wanting to write books. So I wrote uh, my first book on tennis called Before They Play a Grand Slam. And it was a book that our parents probably would have enjoyed reading yeah. when we were little. Yeah. Uh, it was a book not only how to play, but more on what to expect being a parent of a kid playing sports. Oh, that's, that's you know, huge. It kind of could translate yeah, yeah. into many sports for that matter. So that was kind of my first start at writing things mm-hmm. and uh so I, I did that and um actually ended up writing a couple more children's books when the kids were born okay uh so i did that as, as time went on but uh yeah after after the the, the book book thing you know started going i uh, started an internet company i sold that right before i got married and uh, then from there got into the real estate world uh commercial real estate for a long long time mm-hmm. and uh we all remember i guess what 2008 when um the 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 world decided to stop. Stop doing commercial <laughs> real estate. Yeah, a, yeah. So people who did real estate had some time on their hands. Yeah. So therefore, I started writing music. Yeah. And uh, you know, to to sum it up really quickly, I guess we're we're over three thousand songs since then. Um, I've got my tenth album coming out next year, and uh, so I've been in, in music game for a while now. Met some great people. Had uh, my mentors are the Oak Ridge Boys, who I grew up yeah. listening to as a kid, and that's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been yeah. a wild ride. I had some really Nice, fortunate things happen for me regarding music. I mean, obviously, I'm not, I'm not Blake Shelton or, or Taylor Swift, but um, uh, you know, I've I've had some really you know good experiences. I've I've had some great success at it, and I keep writing and keep performing, and recording. Um, but back, I guess, in 2012, right before the Daytona 500, mm-hmm. Jimmy Johnson, um, who everybody loves, Jimmy. Yeah, uh, I wrote a song about him, mm-hmm. and he found out about it, and he tweeted it out before the Daytona 500. Oh, nice. Jimmy Johnson Baby is what it was called. Yeah. And that's how I kind of got on the map. People started finding out about my music. Yeah. So I gained a lot of NASCAR fans. Hey, that's a big group of people. A lot of people. <laughs> yeah. And then from there, uh, the Oak Ridge Boys and I, I hooked yeah. up and wrote a song about them too. And my gosh, they we're like this now. So it's, yeah. it's, been, a, it's been a wild ride. But um, I, I, I like to say I've, I've done a lot of things, mm-hmm. and I, I've I've – I've enjoyed doing new things in life and, and things I can show my kids. You know, if you start something, mm-hmm. finish it. Mm-hmm. Improve yourself, you can do it. Yeah. 
and, you know, when we leave this earth, I mean, I, I, I can say I've definitely done. Done a lot. <laughs> a lot of things. And, yeah. and that music world really transitioned into what I'm doing now. Still yeah. doing music, obviously. But back in 2017, mm-hmm. a buddy of mine uh, walked into a uh, walked into into the men's room of a really nice restaurant in New mm-hmm. York, and a guy dropped his cell phone in the one place that you never want to drop your. Phone. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I knew there was a story behind <laughs> this. Man. Yeah, yeah, there's always a story. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He calls me. He goes, David. He goes, uh, you need to figure out a way to keep people from dropping their phones. And literally, right then is when Spider Grip was born. Now, I know that that happens a lot. Now, I wanted to ask you this, right? <laughs> so people always, we call it like, you know, bar talk where you're sitting around and you're like, hey, yeah, we need, we need to do this. You need to invent this. And everybody's like, we need to start this business. Sure. <laughs> and then like, you know, to get some traction on it, take some action. And a lot of people just don't have that action. Yeah. Was it right then where you were like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure out materials. I'm going to figure out this, that. Like, I'm, I'm going in. 100%. 100%. Well, the, the way this brain works, yeah. I tell people, I said, I don't, I, maybe I got a half or a whole, I'm not really sure. My, my brain's all over the place. Yeah. But what I have up there, the way it works, yeah. when I get an idea, yeah. it's, it's go. It's I go, go with it. Like, I've written probably four songs this week because I've had things in my brain. I've, I've got to get them done. Yeah. You know, so I'll, I'll get it. I'll, I'll record it at home. I'll call my producer, and he's like, you got another one? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we got to get in. Yeah. So I was recording yesterday. Yeah. So, so you know, I... I, I did. As, as soon as he said that, I was like, you know what? I can do this. Because my, my daughter at the time, you know, she had just gotten her first cell phone. I mm-hmm. think she was 12 at the time. She'll yeah. be 18 this year. And she came home with a competitive grip on the back of her phone. Yeah. And she told me this is going to help me, help me, you know, from dropping my phone. I looked at it. I was like, honey, that's going to make you drop your phone more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, how are you going to hold something like this? And so, uh, you know, it really, it, it opened my, my eyes up to, like, h- how do I hold a phone? Yeah. I hold it naturally. I hold it like and for this. those watching on, on YouTube, you yeah. can kind of see. Yeah. What we're talking about is a nice little, I mean, it's, it's a great design. Flaps in there. It's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. So, so basically, I, I just started thinking about, you know, how would I want to hold a phone? I started talking to people. How do you hold your phone? What are your, what are your biggest concerns? Yeah. About your phone? And everybody says, I drop my phone all the time. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I crack my screen. And so at the end of the day, I just started drawing out images. Yeah. I, and I'm a terrible drawer, by the way. Right. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm good at a lot of things. So you're an artist? I'm also too? terrible at a lot of things. Yeah, so yeah, I'm a, yeah. not an artist by yeah. any stretch. Uh, but I, I started, you know, drawing out hands, how, how I wanted to work, and uh, just started, you know, kind of spitballing ideas and just making little things at home. And then one of my close friends I grew up with mm-hmm. ends up being a patent attorney at one of the largest firms in the world. Wow. Called him up and he goes, David, he goes, I'll tell you, he goes, I'm glad to work on this for you, but I'll be honest with you, buddy. He said, uh, if he's listening, he'll laugh at this. He said, the chances of you getting a patent on this are pretty slim. He goes, this is the most competitive industry in the world. Right, right, yeah. Well, I will say we have over 50 patents worldwide now. Wow. And I think the the thing was is I thought of it differently. Yeah. I'm not an engineer. Yeah. And so I was thinking about a different way. Right, right. And so we were able to kind of, you know, create our own thing that that, that we were able to get uh, IP on. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so it's been, it's been a neat ride. The, as crazy as my music stories are, the, the spider grip stories are even crazier how some relationships I have now yeah. in that world. Now, in terms of mentors and people yeah. that um, you've partnered up with, I know yeah. we talked in the past, is there, you know, cool stories on that? Or Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, uh, you know, locally, um, I'm very fortunate to have, uh, I've got some private investors. Um, Alan Tate uh, okay. is, a, is, a, is, a, is an investor who, his dad and my dad were very close friends. And so it's been really neat because Alan has known me since I was little, little. Yeah, yeah. And, and now to, to be working with him on this, I mean, he's just, he's a great guy. And I've got some other great uh, private investors that are part of the team. Um, so it's been really neat from that, from that standpoint. But I guess back in... 2018, right around when we were, you know, we, we launched in 2019, officially. Mm-hmm. But when we were first getting the prototype out, I actually met Kate Bosworth, the actress from Blue Crush. Mm-hmm. And um, I, uh, I I met her, and uh, at that time, her husband, um, who's a, a, a Hollywood film director, a movie and, and writer, uh, writer-director, Michael Polish, I met them and went to one of their movie premieres. Okay. Now, is this was this part of being in the music industry or how did you get this? Music. Okay. So this so is I, where your worlds collide. This is where the okay. worlds collide. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. music was crazy. Cause uh, I actually was talking to Michael's agent mm-hmm. about him doing a uh, music video for me, mm. which is so wild. Yeah. It was just it. Cause I was actually initially talking to Mina Savari <laughs> about her maybe being in this music video yeah. and it never happened. And yeah. I, I think she's, she's awesome. Um, mm. And she had set me up with her, her agent to talk to her agent. He also ended up being the agent for Michael. Yeah. And he said, hey, I've got a director who'd be interested in doing your music video. We started talking. Next thing you know, I'm at a uh, movie premiere for, for Kate and Michael's movie nice. uh, in, yeah. at the Richmond Film Festival. They ended up becoming investors in the company. So long before we launched, I guess they, yeah. they, they initially, I guess they initially, uh, their, their public, you know, kind of deal came out in probably 2020, right, right before COVID. Uh, so that's kind of how that relationship started, which was it's just weird how all that happened. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, they're still both part of the company. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, really, yeah. really cool there. And then I guess, you know, as we moved on through, uh, I guess this is the craziest. Uh, a very good friend of mine in the music industry, uh, dear close friend of mine, uh, she introduced me to the uh, the head of uh, Pitbull's global uh, uh, operations for all of his businesses all involved in. So. Yeah. Uh, she and, a, and another good friend of mine, uh, so a, a guy and a girl in the music industry, they, they kind of uh, set me up with a meeting. Yeah. And uh, I, I was talking to him, and the next thing you know, I'll, I'm, uh, I'm in Miami uh, and meeting with uh, Armando Christian. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was the neatest thing in the entire world. Yeah. And he became an investor in the company, I guess, in 2021. Nice. So that's, you know, music yeah. brought all that kind of stuff together. And uh, a lot of great people... Uh, everybody's been just a, a very important and integral part of the company. But it, yeah, I mean, the, the stories I have are sometimes hard to believe. Yeah. But but they're true. I think <laughs> it seems like you're you're real good at maybe seeing opportunities, but just putting yourself out there. You know, I feel like a lot of people would have been maybe not made that phone call to that director. Maybe not. Is that kind of your how yes. how you can operate? Well, you I'll just, say this, you know, and this. That's a that's a good thing you bring up. I tell yeah. this to my kids. I said, never be afraid to ask for that meeting. Mm-hmm. Never be afraid to, to ask that question. Cause you never know yeah. what the answer is, is, is going to be, you know, um, if I had not have talked to Mina about possibly being in a music video, I never would have talked to her agent. You know, I never would have talked to Michael. Never would have met Kate, obviously. Yeah. And had I not been in music, my two friends in the music industry would never have, Introduced me to 
Pitbulls, uh, folks, it, 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 all that stuff, it all comes together, and, and it's just about taking that chance. Mm-hmm. So when I look back now, that first song I wrote, and going, why did I do all this? Yeah. And I look now, and I go, well, David, that's how all this came together. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy how it works. But, you know, the stories I have, they're fun to tell because they're true, and, and they show you what happens when you just, you know, you throw something out there. Take some opportunity, you, yeah. Take, yeah, you take that chance. And and some of the relationships I have now are just, they're amazing, all from little chances I took. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a really good friend of mine who I think the world, her name's Gretchen Carlson. Mm-hmm. Gretchen, obviously, people know her all over the world. Uh, years ago, when South Park Mall decided to take down the Christmas tree, yeah. I wrote a song with the kids when they were little. Yeah. Called Have a Holly Jolly Glacier. It went viral. <laughs> I was on national news for two weeks. There you go. And I ended up writing the theme song for her book, Be Fierce. So wow. it's crazy yeah. how these things work. And so these wonderful people that are in my life now, mm-hmm. uh, I attribute that. A lot of it goes back to music, but a lot of it goes back to just, you know, not being afraid to talk to somebody. Yeah. I talk to everybody. Yeah, yeah. As you can tell. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not afraid to talk. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I talk to everybody, yeah. you know, and it's, it's so important because – you learn a lot about people that way. Mm. You learn how to talk to all kinds of different people. Everybody, you know, it's, do more of that. It'd be a lot better in the world, but yeah. it's fun. fun yeah, stuff. and it seems like just hearing your story, maybe music, because I always look at people that go up and they do do music. Maybe they're not that good yet, but yeah. they do it in front of people. It takes a little bit of, it takes that courage, that step to jump off the bill and be like, hey, I'm going to sing in front of people because you could do it in your room all day long, <laughs> but then you, you do it in front of, even like a, even like a room of people, you know, it's kind of like, oh, God, am I going to mess this up? But you just got to go in, and then that kind of leads you into being able to have confidence in oh, other things, right? Yeah, because yeah, w- when you perform, I remember my very first show. This is, this is funny. The store's no longer there, but at Cotswold Shopping Center, there was a, uh, a, a toy store there. Mm-hmm, I remember. And I, mm-hmm. it actually, I guess the toy store's still there. It's a different name now. That's when the Cotswold was inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. I... I I actually had a little concert for children in this toy store back mm-hmm. in like 2000 and I don't know, long time, 2000 and a long time, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. 10, 11, I don't know. And, you know, since then I've, I've played in Nashville at Country Music Fest. Um, I've played in New York, the AOL Center for Gretchen's book launch. I, I mean, obviously I've played lots of shows. Yeah. Um, so getting out there that first time, whether it's in front of five people, honestly, I'll be honest, I'll be honest with you, playing in front of five people. Yeah. Is makes you more nervous than playing in front of five hundred, yeah. and I've never played in front of fifty thousand people. Right, that'd be really fun. Yeah, I've watched a lot of concerts. Watched a concert, yeah. Be like, maybe I can do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> have you, have you been year. to the show? All right, two nights in a row. Is it, is it worth the hype? <laughs> Unbelievable. I've heard. I haven't had one person say that it wasn't worth the hype. Charlotte uh, and I went to Atlanta. We did two nights in a row. Two there, nights in a row. Yeah, it was, it was off the charts. But um, but yeah, I mean, uh, taking that that leap, you know, and and getting in front of somebody. Like if I were to have my guitar play in front of you right now. Yeah. I'd much rather play in front of the entire city of Charlotte. I like playing in front of you too. It's fun. Yeah. I love performing, but the feeling you get, it's different. I know when my son was in the Scouts, uh, right and I, you know, we go every whatever it was, Tuesday, Wednesday night. And we wrote some, we actually wrote a song for mm-hmm. like for all the Boy Scouts across the country and uh, called The Life of a Boy Scout. And when we did that, we had to perform that a national banquet and everything oh, wow. from the generals and the army and all kinds of stuff. But the most pressure filled ever was when we performed it at Scouts yeah. troop meeting in front of 10 kids. 10 kids. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. You know, it's um, it's those little things like that. But it's what a cool lesson for Wright, your son, to oh, be able gosh. to get to have you be able to give that confidence to him to be able to play in front of people and you know it, take that leap of you know because a lot. I mean, it's it's a tough thing to do. It yeah. it is, and I I think you know coming up, I, I was forced to be around a lot of different people playing tennis. Yep. As you know, you, you were there too, and you know like I, I, when I was. 12, 13, 14 years old, I was playing with a lot of adults. Yeah. Your dad. Yep, yep. <laughs> and I talked, you know, I was talking to adults when I was 13, 14 years old. Right. I talked all the time to so many different people with so many different backgrounds. Yeah. Doctors, salesmen, lawyers, whatever. I was mm-hmm. playing tennis with all these guys. And so growing up, I just, I talked to so many different people and I tried to learn so much. And a lot of those people helped me out. You know, yeah. it's one of those things like you just, you get used to doing it. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it's it's it is interesting though because I when I look back and I see all the stuff that's happened with with this, it goes back to music so much, mm-hmm. and so now I'm like, that's why, you know, obviously, I mean, I write music because people really like to listen to it, right? Um, some of them do at least. <laughs> so, so, there's somebody out there, right? Somebody yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But 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 in general though, you know, that's really kind of like how this stuff yeah. came to be today and, and like I said we've had some great successes with spider if we we were on uh joy mangano's uh, america's big deal in 2021 we were the first presenter ever on that show live on usa i mean the experience pressure <laughs> a lifetime awesome. that was 100 live i mean two minutes and 30 seconds you pitched to america yeah talk about amazing yeah that was the single most incredible experience i've ever had in my life and i had my Big wrestler buddies, Zane and Dave Dawson, wrestling with their phones on their hand. Oh, that's awesome. I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm like an announcer, feeling how they can wrestle and not drop their phones. It was just amazing. So we've, in just a few short years, all the things that have happened. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now we've got some really big things we're working on right now. We're, yeah. We've got some huge things. We'll be live on Walmart.com in the next, uh, probably next week or so. Oh, sweet. And we're, right. we're hoping to get in stores sometime soon with them. But we're in a lot of stores now across the country. So it's, yeah. it's exciting. Yeah, I was going to ask what's going on, but it sounds like some big stuff. We do. We've yeah. got we've got a lot of big things going. Um, you know, the the stores that are carrying us are doing very well. Yeah. Uh, more cell phone stores right now. Yeah. yeah. Now we're working on the big box big, stores. Yep. Uh, we're on Amazon, yep. our website and stuff. But you know, like I said, we'll be live with Walmart uh, probably next week. Um, so it's um, it's a, it's an ever changing thing every day. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. I've got some new inventions coming out. I've got a magnetic. Grip coming out, you can take on and off, and so you're not stopping. Yeah, yeah, this is. Yeah, yeah. I figured, I figured you're you're not a stopping type of guy. No. Is, there's going to be a next thing. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll wrap it up by asking, you know, especially a guy like you, where people could learn a lot from. Yeah, a, a younger guy, maybe not even younger, just somebody with entrepreneur or has an idea. What would you say your most encouraging first steps would be, or how would you encourage that person to? move forward and go through because there is a lot of red tape you got to jump through to get patents and this and that and was it was it worth it Basically. worth it 100 percent. yeah and if you fail it doesn't matter it doesn't matter right? yeah once you take that first step you can show yourself you can do anything mm-hmm. i had no clue what i was doing with this yeah none whatsoever but i talked to people i wasn't afraid to ask those questions i wrote everything down yeah and I picked up the phone and I called people. That's I met with people. Those took action, right? Took action. Yeah. But if you have an idea, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're an entrepreneur, you have lots of ideas. Yeah. 
write them all down. I had so many ridiculous ideas before this. Yeah. That made no sense at all. Yeah. But I still like I went through the process and mm-hmm. I was like, no, it's definitely not gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's yeah. not the one. Right. But then eventually you'll get there. Yeah. But you gotta be willing to fail. Yeah. If you're not willing to fail, it's not the right thing not for the you. Right thing. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, listeners, I've, I've kept you a long time. We have a great product here. It's going live on Walmart, but it's already on Amazon. You can go to their websites. We'll put all this in the show notes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we might even um, give out a few of these. If you put some comments on there, I might uh, might, might buy a few from my boy David here, and then we'll, we'll give some out. So if you throw some comments, throw some subscriptions, we'll pick a few people out and uh, – We'll send you some send you some spider grips. We'll be glad we'll be glad to donate some to y'all for sure. And uh, and big thanks to you and your whole family for keeping my teeth straight, my children's teeth straight, and my brother's teeth straight. There you <laughs> go. Now I do always I do always ask this. I almost <laughs> forgot. What about your product? Now this is probably an easy question. What about your product makes our community smile? Probably not breaking it, right? Exactly right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you can come home from a long day's work, yeah. and you know you don't have to buy a phone screen. There you go. Uh, or you go on vacation, and you catch the fish, and your phone does not end up where the fish lives. <laughs> you're smiling you're when you get you're, back. You're smiling when you get back. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> well, David, thanks so, so much for coming on. I Thank really you. appreciate it, and uh, I'll see you soon. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Smiles Ahead podcast, powered by Burrow, Welchel, and Colt Orthodontics. Be sure to leave a rating, hit that subscribe button, and if you have more questions, you can reach out to me directly at sam at bwcortho.com. That's sam at bwcortho.com. You can also visit our website, bwcortho.com, and we will be happy to answer any questions you might have.